Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Welcome to the brand new episode of Slashers Podcast. Today, we have a special Call Your Ghoulfriends episode where we discuss the recently released Amityville Christmas Vacation available on Tubi. We will be spoiling some of the plot points here in this film, so give it a quick watch. It's only 47 minutes and support indie horror. This is Slashers, your new favorite horror podcast about your new or old favorite horror media. My name is Mikey, and with me, as always, is my esteemed colleague, cohort, and co-host, Adrian Barbeau. Adrian, say hello to the mutant goons from beyond. Well, hello, mutant goons. Oh, if only I was Adrian Barbeau, I'd have a lot more money and uh, a better IMDb page. (laughs) Yeah, and a killer old lady rack, too. Um, yeah. how, not saying yours is bad. I'm just saying, as an elderly woman, hers is quite impressive. Um, yeah. Well, I don't really show mine off anymore. Maybe I should. Oh, I do. Well, I do as Mia T curtains, but that's right. <laughs> Shameless plug for trash juice, everybody. Yes, coming soon to Tubi, I think. Um, <laughs> anywho, it's been a while, but we are bringing you a traditional call your girlfriend episode because there's no testosterone on this episode. Da, 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 da. It's usually been me, Aid, or Micah, or me, Aid, or Austin, and I love them. But sometimes you just gotta, you know, unzip your pants, let the curtains fly in the wind, you know, all that stuff that girls do when they hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And sometimes, like, it's nice having straight white men on the show. But every now and again, it's nice just having my boo boo. And um, knowing that we can just gab and and talk shit and not have to feel some kind of way. So, yay. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So it is Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving, Adrian. What are you doing on this wonderful festive day of thanks? Of thanks. Well, or what have you done? Because I know you already baked a bunch of shit. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, and that's the thing is that every year, like, I don't know. And you know, Dan says I do it to myself, but it's not true. Like I constantly have to bake a ton of stuff. I'm always, you know, wondering, you know, worried about A, B, and C, what time we're going to get there, what I'm going to wear, you know, how I'm going to transport all this food. And so, you know, I baked two chocolate bourbon compies, two pumpkin loaves, a, a rack of fudge, and um, I brought, I, I got a bunch of wine from Trader Joe's and I, I got my hair done today. So I have to worry about my hair done or my hair tomorrow. I, you know, and that's the thing, like you're supposed to be off and giving thanks, but the holidays are like stressful. Yes. It's all about food, food and yeah. stress and sometimes sadness. But I, what about you? so I am hosting because my mom decided to take a random trip somewhere and she's usually one that hosts. So I was like, okay, we can do it at my house. Um, There's a lot of people coming over. I'm in charge of one of the turkeys because we have to make two of them. Um, So I'm brining that bird before I bake it. And it's funny because everyone's always like, you overshadow Christmas, I mean, Thanksgiving with Christmas all the time. Like whenever 
Halloween's over, Christmas music's already playing, yada, yada, yada. And this this year, I actually didn't overshadow Thanksgiving. I didn't decorate too early. I put the tree up, but I didn't decorate it. It's just up. Because I'm like, you know, it's it's traditional to have a Christmas tree in the background of Thanksgiving. Um, but I was like, it's Thanksgiving, so let's go ahead and overshadow it and get people ready for a Christmas movie, or for Christmas with the Christmas movie. So Adrian and I decided to go on a little adventure. And when I say little, I mean about a 47-minute adventure. As we dived into the world of the Amityville franchise, which I thought I was never going to do because I've seen a couple and gagged me with the chainsaw, you know. Um, but <clears throat> we are reviewing Steve Rudzinski's Amityville Christmas Vacation. So apparently, and I didn't know this until recently, but there's so many Amityville things out there because I guess it's public domain. And I have so no idea. I don't either, or maybe it's just, I don't know, because they always, it's always Amityville something. There's, I literally found out today there's an Amityville poop something, part two, and it's about like a killer piece of shit in the Amityville house. I don't know. Mr. Hanky is running around killing people. <laughs> That's what it looks like, honestly, but I've seen a couple of them and they're bad. And I know that our sister podcast, Dan, that scary reviewed Amityville Moon for their werewolf season. Yes. And they said it was terrible. So I was, but you know, here's the thing. And they like a lot of shit, by the way. So if they yeah. didn't like it, then yeah. it's gotta be bad. <laughs> they're super into scat. But <laughs> the thing is, I am a little biased because I have a small horror community crush on Mr. Steve Rudzinski because Adrian I made you watch a movie called uh, Scream Park Park that he's in and when I saw it because that's one of my favorite movies when I saw it he's an actor he was in it and I was like oh he's cute then I realized that he was a filmmaker and he made Karis Hell have you seen it no I've seen I've seen the the movie I think coming across Tubi like I've seen Mm -hmm. the thumbnail for it but I have not watched it now yeah, so he made a movie called Carousel, which is about a killer horse from a carousel. <laughs> um, and it's ridiculous. But like, and so I saw it and it's super ridiculous. It sounds, I mean, it's as ridiculous as it sounds, but it's just something about it is charming. So I was like, okay, let me let me give this Amityville Christmas vacation a look-see. Because <laughs> from what I've seen from this director is he makes movies because he likes making movies which to me I don't care if your movie's about a killer piece of shit if I have a good time watching it then I have a good time watching it and usually that happens when you watch movies from people that just enjoy making movies so we popped this on on Tubi it said it was 47 minutes I think like around 47 minutes and I was like oh my god I'm in heaven because as you guys know, I have big commitment issues and we just reviewed people under the stairs. And my thing was like, it was a little too long, even though it was like normal movie length for like a good movie, but I was like, no, it's too long. So I was like, what can go wrong with 47 minutes? Let's go ahead and give it a whirl. And I was watching it. I wasn't bored and I had to pause it to go to the bathroom and there was only 10 minutes left. And I found myself being like, Oh, it's almost over. <laughs> so so we'll go more in detail of what the movie is, but just to kind of back up a little bit, um, 
Steve Rudinsky, oh, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your last name, by the way. Um, Rudinsky. 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 I want to put the D and the Z together and it's messing me up. Rudinsky. Rudinsky. I okay. assume he's Polish and I am half Polish. So that's whoop, whoop, Get it. Um, <clears throat> I didn't realize this until I was watching the movie, but you know, at Medieval Christmas Vacation, his character name, because he is the main actor in the film, he directed it, acted it, and he even shot some of the parts, which I was like, this is like a one-man show, but it's fine. Um, his character's name is Wally Griswold, which is a clear callback to Christmas Vacation, but I've bought a collection of Blu-rays from him because he has like his own little video store called Steve Buster. It's kind of <laughs> like Blockbuster because he likes to make movies, and so he actually has a website um, where you can go and you basically like pay a monthly fee and you have access to the catalog of all the movies he's made. Um, so it's really cool. Um, but he has like a Meowy uh, franchise where there's like a Meowy Halloween. There's a Meowy Christmas, I believe. Uh, a Meowy Christmas Vacation. A Meowy St. Patrick's Day. And so... I have a collection of them that I haven't seen yet, and they're all like 50-ish minutes, so I need to watch them. And I, I kind of put the pieces together because in the beginning, he's talking to his cat, and I was like, is that the cat from the Meowy franchise? So <laughs> it's cute, and, you know, it's just, it's fun. And so watching this movie, I realized that this character is a part of that franchise because he's the same character in all of them. He's Wally Griswold in all of the Meowy uh, franchise okay so, i haven't seen the the other ones yet but i'm assuming he kind of acts the same which when he was acting in this one i don't know if you caught this or not but he reminded me of um the guy from uh what's that show about all the nerds um you know which one i'm talking about big, oh big, uh, bang, big theory. bang theory yeah he acts kind of like the main guy um, but like, like Leonard or, or, oh, not Leonard. Jim Parsons. Is that his name? Yeah. The Jim actor? Parsons. Yeah. yeah. He kind of acts like him, but like if he was nice and friendly. Um, Sheldon, Sheldon Cooper. Sheldon, I, yeah. I just had a brain fart. That's like my favorite show. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, Sheldon, Sheldon. Yeah. You know what he does? He does have kind of a very Sheldon-y kind of way about him. Yeah. Not, not Sheldon was so curmudgeon yeah like not so much to where it's like okay he's obviously pulling from sheldon but different enough to be like this could be sheldon's like brother who loves life so yeah for sure <laughs> so i think we both did this because we were both preparing for the holidays where we played the movie and we were baking i was brining you were baking i was also cooking for three kids um so it was in the background and i kind of knew that this would be okay for kids to watch um one of my kids just hates scary stuff so i was like okay maybe you should go to the room because there is a ghost in the movie of course it's an amenable movie there is a ghost she's not very scary but my one of my kids thought she was so i was like okay go ahead and go to your room and watch the tablet um but my other kids thought it was funny so essentially <laughs> the movie is about wally griswold gets a letter that he won a stay at a bed and breakfast in Amityville. So he's like, oh, cool. I didn't enter anything, but let's go anyways. So you kind of get the the idea of like how the movie's going to go because it's very, very comedic, very um, silly. And, you know, when he's packing and he's talking to his cats, talking to his rats. Um, so he goes and the I thought it was funny when he was like, there's something 
off about this house. This house appears evil. And it's the Amityville house. And he's like, good thing I'm staying across the street. And he goes, I know. And it's, so he's not actually at the Amityville house. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> and this house basically has a ghost that kills people. And a woman brings these people to this ghost for her to kill, to like appease the spirit or whatever. Um, hang on one second. Well, while Mikey is gone, I guess I can just shut chat. Yes. The cat, I just wanted to add, um, looks exactly like my kitty, Miko. And so I would go get Miko, but she's kind of a bitch. So if I woke her up right now and dragged her over here, she'd probably be very upset. Who are you talking about? <laughs> no, I was just saying that his cat looks like my cat. Oh, the same, um, the same, the same pattern. Yeah, Miko, and she's sleeping in her little thing right now. And I, I could go get her and show the public, but <laughs> as I said earlier, she's a curmudgeon, oh. and um, she made a whole scene at the vet's office recently. So they try to give me gloves to go get her. I'm like, I'm not using gloves to get yeah. my cat. I've had her for twelve years now. Like. <laughs> Yeah, the first time I, I go in there, she's like hissing and her hair's up and she's like a total <laughs> raging bitch. And I'm like, Aww. God. <laughs> You're like, okay, give me the gloves. <laughs> no, I didn't use the gloves, but like I kind of like tapped her on her head and she yeah. realized it was me. And then she was like, oh shit. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. Like, what the fuck? I know. So, cats cats get so weird when you take them out of the house. Oh, they really are. They're so like finicky, but you know, I think she gets it from me. So I'm not going to. I'm not yeah. going to be too upset with her. Anyway, back to the <laughs> film. <laughs> um, back to the film. So Wally gets into the house and we quickly find out that it is haunted by a ghost. Um, and it just looks like the ghost looks like some crazy meth head with face paint on. Hey, you know? <laughs> Her with her bad bra on. Oh my god, I can't, I can't with that ghost. <laughs> I was so, I'm like, girl, like I, I'm like, I know she's supposed to be a ghost, but like they couldn't dress her up a little bit. Like, <laughs> I know she was just in a white undershirt and some <laughs> theater makeup. Um, <laughs> they didn't even comb her hair. Nothing. <laughs> well, that was a scary. They don't have combs in the afterlife, aid. Um, <laughs> so he doesn't know that this thing is a ghost, and he thinks it's someone that's also staying at the airbnb and he like walks in and she's doing like that creepy ghost thing where she's like hunched backwards and he's like oh yoga i made you made you a hot cocoa so it is really silly but some of it did make me chuckle and so oh, my favorite part is when he just they go on a date so the go he the ghost is like freaking out because he's like why is this person being nice to me i'm he's supposed to be scared of me the ghost is very low budget but you know <laughs> they're working with what they got um so he's like yeah we should hang out or something and she's like like a day and they're all uh, uh i feel that's what you want so he takes yeah. her to the mall and then when he's at the mall of course no one can see the ghost so there's just a lot of images of him walking with his hand around nothing <laughs> and, like, and like sitting at the park with his hand around nothing it's so dumb but it's so funny um, and I don't laugh at a lot of stuff. And I was sitting there just kind of like chuckling. Like it, it made me, it made me feel kind of silly and it made me feel really good. Um, and it's, I don't even know how to explain it. Cause I'm sure if you like 
were like, hey, dad, come watch this movie, your dad would be like, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't know if it's just because I'm into like the indie world and, you know, we know we've seen Doug's movies and we've seen all these movies on Tubi that are trying to, you know, make a, a successful or even like an entertaining movie on such a low budget. So we know what it's like and we give more grace. But I just I thought it was really fun. And so he ends up falling in love with the ghost. And my second favorite character because the ghost is conflicted. My second favorite character is when the ghost goes and contacts her ghost caseworker, yeah. who's like yeah. this matrix agent looking woman. <laughs> and she's like telling her like, you know, what's going on. Oh my God, it was so stupid. I know. And, and the thing is, it's like, I wasn't like necessarily looking at it. I'm listening to this, but I'm like, oh my God. And I'm just like, <laughs> like I'm just mixing shit. And I'm just like, like it was cute. It was cute. It yeah. was like Beetlejuice, but like on a low budget. Yeah. yeah. And so I like how, cause even he goes, he asks his, um, was it his psych, his therapist or was it like the ghost person where he has the same conversation about how he's in love with the ghost. And they're both having like the yeah. same conversation with like their, human and ghost counterpart people and both of the times they were like i'm in love with the human i'm in love with the ghost and both of the people were like a man or a woman <laughs> she's like a man a human man <laughs> and he's like i think a woman i don't know how yeah, genders yeah. work in ghost world um so it's just <laughs> it's it's those kind of quips and writing that i think elevate it more than just like a stupid someone just trying to get something on Tubi. Yeah, I think I definitely enjoyed this one more than Screen Park, only because I think that the time time worked on its side. It was entertaining, and it was like when she gets stuck in the cage, and he's like, "Well, can't you just phase out of it? Like, what are you?" <laughs> I'm like, "Why did he put her in a dog crate?" Like, yeah. Yeah, so a ghost hunter comes and snatches her, basically. Um, so he has to go find her because he loves her. And it's so ridiculous. And with Screen Park, that wasn't actually his movie. He just acted in it. Yeah, um, I assumed. I mean, you know, yeah, because they're, they're, ton they're tonally different yeah. um, in terms of like the mood and stuff. And like with this and Carousel, they have that like cheesy but fun type appeal where Screen Park was trying to be, like, the next big slasher, I think. Um, <laughs> tried. Um, <clears throat> still charming, but tried. Um, <laughs> but it's just, it's it's really fun, and I really liked that we covered it on Thanksgiving to open Christmas, because it's such just, like, a quick, fun little watch, and... We were both doing stuff for the holiday for it. And I was like, okay, I really like this. And I liked the B-roll that they mm -hmm. that they showed of like, I don't think it's their B-roll, <laughs> but because it'd be like this amazing city that's like a cute little. So, and I kept thinking, I was like, this reminds me like if Hallmark made semi-horror films, but like yeah. when they first started, like not now, because <laughs> now they have like these huge budget stupid movies. Um, but I, you know, it's it's very hallmarky, and mm -hmm. the ghost and him fall in love. They kiss. She turns into, I guess, a person in like a Christmas dress. 
Um, and she's actually super cute. The makeup had her looking real rough, but she's really cute when she turns into a human. Oh, or, or like a ghost. Uh, yeah. I don't know. No, she's a... Okay, so what happens at the end, though? Like, she turns into the person. She turns then... into... <laughs> Santa Claus comes. Yeah, Santa Claus comes and, like, and takes her away, her. right? Yeah. Kills her. <laughs> And then he's crying on the bed with his cat. I go, oh, that's so sad. <laughs> oh, it was so, it was so brilliant. It was, it was very trauma. Like, cause the whole movie is like super sweet. Like, even though it's amedieval, they don't try to get too scary or like too in the woods with like gross and gore. Um, and so it's completely comes out of left field. So spoiler alert, if you guys want to watch it, it's 47 minutes on Tubi. I recommend watching it. It's fun. Um, but <clears throat> It's a fun thing to have on in the background. If you have people over and you're doing like a little party, just put it on and people are like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And so I don't know, maybe this is related to one of the other Meowy movies, but Santa Claus comes and he's like, don't worry, Wally, I got you. And he like vanishes the ghost. And he's like, what? No. He's like, don't worry. That that one's on me. I got you. Yeah. I guess Santa thought he was being haunted. So he got rid of the ghost. Uh, and then she disappears forever and poor Wally is left to cry in his bed with his cat and as fucked up as the ending it was I really appreciated it because it reminded me of like a trauma movie <laughs> thing like you know you can't go wrong with this one because it's not even an hour long yeah I think it's 57 <clears throat> minutes honestly oh is it let me see well, yeah, look it up because the thing is, is when I was, um, you know, the first, you know, beginning of the movie happened and I went over cause I had stuffed the pies in the, in the oven. So before I worked on the next thing, I went and looked at the movie for a little bit and, um, I saw like five minutes had gone by and there was only like 40 something minutes left. And I'm like, <laughs> what the I go this is amazing <laughs> like <laughs> like I didn't even have to put it on now I could have waited till I was done with everything and then watched it and still had time to yeah <laughs> but you know because Mikey Mikey asked me to do this last minute everybody ends up which is fine because I'm like what? whatever we may as well do it it's gonna be a good time and I, I'm I'm happy that you had me watch it because it is a Christmas movie and otherwise I would have had Christmas Hallmark movies on huh? And There's the a good segue. Movie was, yes, exactly. The movie was on and over before I was even done with all of my baking today. And, and then I had nothing else to put on. You know, I guess I could have put Hallmark on at that point, but I just put on Michael Buble Christmas on Alexa and sing. <laughs> well, so on Tubi, it says it's 47 minutes. Oh, it is um, 47. Okay. So yeah. Maybe it's the commercials that made it a little longer, like mm. when you paused it. But. <clears throat> But yeah, it was really fun. Um, I'm going to go and because I have the Blu-rays of the other Miali ones. So I'm going to go watch. And I think they're on Tubi also. Um, okay. So I just, I really enjoyed it. I appreciated it for what it was. Um, there's not really much to say about it just because it was so short. But it's just a good time and it's fun. And I thought it was the perfect thing because we release an episode every Monday. And so I was like, let's do a holiday special. So on Thanksgiving, we're releasing an episode of a movie about Christmas because yeah. everybody loves it when we overshadow Thanksgiving. Um, well, but it, it, it's a good way fair, to open Death December or whatever it's called. Oh, Deadly December. 
Yeah, but you know what? We I do have a lot of suggest a couple of suggestions for Thanksgiving horror. So, mm-hmm. so if you if you want to, if you don't want to overshadow Thanksgiving, you don't have to. There's your next, which is probably the most prolific one, right? Um, is the invitation the invitation's a Thanksgiving movie, right? Is it Thanksgiving that they're I don't to? I don't think so. I think the invitation is just a friends get together. Okay, well, not that one, but I was talking about a movie earlier today in the chat called Christy, and then Jason said it was a Lifetime movie. I don't know if it was a Lifetime movie, but it has it, it has the kid from Wolves is in it, and the, the chick from uh, The Haunting of Marley, Molly Hartley. She's in a bunch of movies, that white girl, I forget her name. <laughs> um, I like her, though. I should probably remember her name. I do like her. And... Um, the guy from Sinister, the cop from Sinister. Mm-hmm. So he's in it. And then some of the actors like that play the um the and Walking Dead, Negan's group, what are they called? The the Saviors. Some of them are in it as the as the as the slashers. And Ashley Green is like the main slasher. Yeah, I, I've seen it. It's really good. I um, love that movie. It's I so good. I don't remember it being on Lifetime and it seems like it may be a little inappropriate for Lifetime, um, like violence wise, because I remember watching it on Netflix when it first came out. Yeah, it was it used to be on Netflix. It's now on Tubi. It's on Prime. You can watch it on Pluto for free. So you can watch it for free still on different platforms. Um, but I think it's probably one of my most favorite Thanksgiving horror movies, only because it really does feel very Thanksgiving-y, Thanksgiving-y. Right? Is that a word? I don't know. It just because, you know, everyone's packing up. Because you remember you were in college when people go home for break and all that stuff. Like, and it was nostalgic for me, especially like being back in college. And, you know, like if your boyfriend was from a different city and then they left and you had to deal with all that, you know, and you you went to San Diego, didn't you? So, Mm -hmm. okay. So then, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Christy's really good. I my favorite is always Thanks Killing, just because it's it's fun and cheesy and you know that's what I like. Um, but also there is a Into the Dark on Hulu episode, or it's weird to call them episodes because they're a full movie length. But there's yeah. an entry called I think Flesh and Blood. That one takes place on Thanksgiving and it's pretty good. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I know that there's more, but off the top of my head, that's really, I mean, there's, there's a lot of Thanksgiving horror that you guys get, could get into if you really wanted to. It's just, it's just sad. Cause yeah, Christmas always kind of steamrolls everything. Yeah. But I think it's because we're just ready for the holidays to come. We're ready to, to have that time off and we're ready to just, you know, celebrate and just, you know, kick this year to the curb (laughs) but also I feel like Thanksgiving is getting well it's always kind of had like a controversial reputation because of what they tried to make it versus what it actually was and then what it turned into because I feel like when I was young they try to be like oh this is when we made friends with what they thought were Indians um, and we had a big feast and then we grew up and we were like oh that's not actually really what happened um, and then they were like, well, let's forget about that part and let's just celebrate being thankful for everything. Um, but then yeah. people were like, no, no, there's still a fucked up behind a uh, background to this. So I think that's another reason why people are kind of like, uh, about Thanksgiving. I like the idea of just having a day to be thankful about stuff, but you know. I mean, yeah, I, I love Thanksgiving. I think I not, not from, sorry, Estella's having a day, not from 
like you know obviously we know what stemmed from it what came from it whatever all that's horrible and i know it is but just like being something fall related is why i enjoy it because you know i love fall Mm -hmm. i love halloween and i leave all my fall decorations up until thanksgiving and then i decorate for christmas on black friday so i don't have anything christmas up yet i did decorate the classroom for christmas before i left and the kids were giving me shit they're like it's not even christmas yet and i'm like but when we get back it will be so there <laughs> yeah, you stupid kids. Now get the fuck up, Brian, and help me hang this up. <laughs> Goddamn kids. So, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like, you know, I, I get it. It can be overshadowed, but it's actually nice to have, I think, Christmas horror because I feel like it's a little more visceral and a little more of a like a dichotomy because you have like this happy, like fun, like everybody has really good, not everybody, but Christmas is usually associated with nostalgia and, you know, growing up and remembering like when your mom and would decorate the tree and would bake. And like, I remember like, and I've seen this meme before, like Christmas is only as good as our moms made it for us. Right. And my mom went all out for Christmas every year. And so I think that if I had kids, I'd probably do the same. I still do the same. I mean, I I have Dan and Stella, so I guess that, that counts. Um, and Miko too, but Miko doesn't care. I just think that whatever Christmas horror is just, there's something a little bit more special about having horror at Christmas because we can still kind of carry it into that holiday and not have to feel guilty about it. So exactly. And I love Christmas horror, which we'll be talking about soon. Yes. Deadly December. Yes. But I feel like that wraps up today's episode. We just wanted to yeah. give you guys a special little treat on the holidays. Um, we hope you guys have a great holiday, whatever you're doing for this um, Thanksgiving season. Um, cat Stella, catch oh, no. us on Patreon if you'd like to support us monetarily at uh, Patreon or slashespod.patreon.com. You can find us on Facebook at Mutant Goons from Beyond. You can catch Aid at Pathologically Aid on Instagram. You can find me at Horror and a Half Shell on Instagram, Slashers Pod on Instagram, Mutant Goons from Beyond on Instagram, or just you know not find us and listen um (laughs) you can listen um, to us on any platform too so that's fine (laughs) and on youtube you can see us poorly lit um (laughs) but it's dark out (laughs) yeah that's another thing but we do love you guys and we love making special episodes for you so on behalf of adrian and i and the call your girlfriend staff you know our camera crew our mic sound crew and everything happy holidays and we'll see y'all soon Goodbye and good day. Be safe.